Hey, what's up, guys? This is Brendan with Evoke Bike. Hope you're having a great Sunday. I just got back into Tennessee. Um, Memorial Day weekend. Hope you got a good ride planned, or maybe you're doing a rest day. Who knows? Either way, I hope you have a great day. Uh, this podcast, there's a couple couple of them, actually. This kind of collide and, and work well together. This one's more about the... I don't want to call them three building blocks, but the three pillars uh, that all you want to have success in all of them. And those three for almost all of us are family, work, and the bike. And some people have work and the bike colliding together. But, you know, the reason I am recording this one is that I think a lot of people can relate to this athlete that I was talking to that. I've been working with him for a while and COVID really threw a huge wrench in. He has a massive business, um, you know, accounts that are worth millions of dollars. And he's a super, I don't know if I want to use the term a type, super dedicated athlete, super dedicated businessman, super dedicated to his family um, and trying to find that balance to make things work. And I think sometimes the reason I want to post this podcast is to remind us all, myself included, you may have a family, you have a job, and you want to be good at the bike. All three need to thrive if you want one of them to be as good as it can be, you know, and really part of the issue, not the issue, part of the scenario that this guy was going through was I I told him like, dude, you need to reduce the hours that you're training so you can really focus on the work stuff because the work stuff has to get done. And then he wasn't sleeping. And then you can get away with it a couple nights, but it's going to catch up to you. And then because he was getting reduced hours, the rest weeks were guess what? He wasn't resting. And I'm like, dude, you gotta rest. You can't just keep hammering yourself. You're gonna. He got. He didn't necessarily dig himself into a hole. He got pretty flat. And I was like, okay, dude, you got. You, I, this is when I need you to listen to me. This is when I. I'm asking you. Let's hit the reset button. Let's get back on track with some things. Like we gotta go back to basics. You. you this is why you have a coach, right? It's times like this when you feel like you need to be doing more. And you just need to be doing the right stuff at the right times. And so he'd sent me this email. And yeah, I'll just read through the email. He was like, you know what? I appreciate your kind words this week. I'm doing everything I can to ride smart, but also keep up with my training. Honestly, it's been super frustrating with all the work that we put in last year, hoping to smash the races this season. Now I kind of see my numbers going down a bit, but I know in the long term, I'm going to be fine. Work is going tremendously well, which is the most significant thing in my life at this point in time. But these things will level off and I'll at least be somewhat ready to get back into it with the racing. I appreciate you working with me through this trying time and thanks for understanding and helping me to prepare as if I'm going to race and not tinkering it down too much. I hate when people sugarcoat things too much and I need to keep working hard. My ego will be fine with the lower numbers as long as I know I'm putting in the work. I had a really great weekend. Um, I've just been going nonstop, which isn't an excuse, but I appreciate your efforts. So I love that he's like, you don't have to sugarcoat things. That's probably one thing I need to practice doing more is not being so blunt. But I think that's a really, you know, I have a lot of honest conversations with athletes and I have, you know, you have to have realistic expectations. It all goes back to one of the first podcasts I posted when I had a guy who was like, okay, I'm getting a top 10 at land run. And I was like, do that. It's an awesome goal. And I want you to know that I want a top 10 at land run. And this guy was like a cat four. 
Not that he can't get it, but, and this because we were talking way before the race. Not that he couldn't, you know, he was riding with one twos a lot on the weekends. You know, he was going to have to have a ridiculously amazing day and some phenomenal luck. And I said, okay, but realistic, dude, if you, I said to paint a real picture, if you get a top 25, I will be ecstatic. And he was like, really? I'm like, dude, look at look at the reg list from last year. And he's like, oh, damn, yeah, I didn't really realize the kind of people that went to this race. I'm like, dude, this is a huge gravel race. So, you know, I want to paint, whether it's training or a race, I want to paint a realistic picture with an athlete. I don't want to tell this guy. I mean, he could possibly get a top 10, but I don't want him to be disappointed if he gets a you know, 20th, that's still an amazing result, but I digress. So I said, Hey man, you know what? Uh, I hear you on the frustrating part of training, but think of it this way. There's been any year for things to get a little off track. It's surely this one because events are really just getting back in the swing of things. So I don't even think you've missed that much while the numbers might be down a touch. It by no means that it, but by no means does that mean that you've lost the gains that you've made. Those building blocks are still there. Long term, you're still in a great spot. Work and family are number one. Those wins will help you to continue to find success on the bike. And I'm so excited to hear that the business is thriving after all the stuff that went down with COVID. The tough times, I'm telling this to everybody and to myself, are all part of this journey. You know, and I'll digress again. Like the tough time, I just went through this like injury thing for a few months. It was really pissing me off. But there, it's... If you train a lot and you're pushing the envelope and you're and you're trying to get to that next level, like sometimes things go awry. And that's when you need to have these conversations with somebody. So back to the email, I said, I've been through my own personal times where calendars seem to explode. Everything seems to be going haywire and I know the feeling. But every time things have worked out and I've come back stronger, and I know the same will happen for you. We are working hard, but smart. The day off is a nice experiment. I'm really glad you're giving that a try. Side note, I started making Wednesdays as a day off because we noticed he had a lot of things going on and we were starting to work back into instead of having lifts and rides on the same day, we're doing one or the other and there's no more recovery day. It's going to be a day off and he's been giving it a try. Um, and then the big piece to it was sleep is so, so, so crucial. Um, so you really need to look at sleep as a workout, like there needs to be a box and training piece that says, check, I did it. I got my seven to eight hours. Nine is a stretch. I understand that for most adults with family job, nine is a big ask. Um, if you, I don't even sleep nine, I don't, I, you know, I go to bed early enough that somebody's <laughs> athlete texted me. He's like, dude, are you seriously in bed at eight 30? I was like, hell yeah. Because the alarm usually goes off at five. If Chris has to go to work and I normally wake up at like four 30. So I want to get eight hours. Um, and sometimes I don't, sometimes I wake up at four and it's been like seven and a half hours. And sometimes I stay up late and party till like nine and by party. I don't do that anymore. So no, I'm not partying. <laughs> Um, and I said, dude, I appreciate you, man. You work your tail off sometimes just a little bit too much. Remember to take a deep breath, focus on number one family, number two work, number three, the bike and all three will thrive. I promise you that. And, you know, I think back to when it was, you know, I was getting my MBA and doing that at night after work. And it was like, I was trying to leave work. I was trying to cram in these rides, go to night class. Then class went till 10 PM, which is Simon school. I love you. I still say that was my number one complaint. Like I was in lab. Like, what am I still doing here? I should be asleep right now. It was, that was too much. But, um, 
you know, there's a lot of, there's just points in times where like life is crazy and you still want to be an athlete. And I highly, highly, highly encourage you to do that. I think my biggest mistake was when I went back to Simon school in 2016, I was really nervous about what it would be like going back to school and I wanted to do well, that I stopped racing. And um, let's just say I filled up non-school, non-work time with, excuse my French, bullshit, like just wasted time. Uh, I definitely could have been training more that year. I think I only went to about three races, but at the same time, I'm going to be fair with myself. I was getting a little, I don't know if it was burnt out. Um, the school thing really excited me and I'm, I'm glad that I spent time making some relationships there, but I, you know, being in upstate New York, there were a limited amount of road races that are just available to us within a five, six hour drive. I had been racing for five, I'd probably say like six years, like full bore. Is that right? 2010 to 2016, give or take. Maybe it was 2014. Anyways, um, I don't know. I just wasn't super excited about doing the same racing. So the school thing kind of came in at the right point, but um, the next year I was like, you know what? I'm just, I'm going to get back into racing. Like I, I took a season super light, went back. And when I was racing and balancing the three things, um, I didn't really have many family commitments. And so it was really work and bike and school. I, I did better in all of them. So now I'm back in the work uh, family and bike and for me work and bike bleed together big time but it's definitely a separate entity like there's like this past week you might have noticed there weren't many podcasts coming out because I was gone for Chris's birthday so I wasn't riding for five days and I was also trying not to work to be super focused on him and not to, you know talking about cycling all the freaking time that has to probably get stale a little bit, but he's amazing about even asking me, did you get a KOM today on your ride? I'm like, dude, that's awesome that you even know what a KOM is. Um, and so I think in balancing those things, I know that I'll be my best at all of them. And I highly encourage you to try and do that. And I think it's easy for us to hide behind reasons not to sign up for that next event and shout out to Dirk Friel. I, I don't listen to his podcast all the time, but I love that in the training peaks podcast, it's in the intro and outro. I think Dirk's just like, yeah, I hope this motivates you to sign up for the next big event. Um, having been five days off the bike and while I didn't drink anything this weekend, um, I probably wasn't eat, making the healthiest eating choices. Well, I shouldn't say that they're healthy eating choices. I just eat a lot. <laughs> So I'm definitely not going to get on a scale and Johnson City Omnium road races this weekend. And I'm definitely going to the road race. Um, I'm actually probably going to bail on the creek because I'm going to be staying in my house in North Carolina and driving over and I'm going to have Lala. And um, I'm just not going to have to, I, I really want to ride there as opposed to driving back to do a one hour crit. So I'm going to do the road race. But it's funny. I was talking to my mom on the phone and she was like, Oh, what's what's CCO? I see this on the calendar you sent me. I'm like, oh, it's Carter County Omnium, and I'm just doing the road race. And I was like, I don't know, though. Like, 
I don't even know if I should do the road race. I've just took five days off the bike and I'm gonna be like, just go get crushed on this mountain. And it's literally, literally, I'm talking, I'm trying to talk myself out of this thing. I've wanted to do this race for so long and every year something comes up. And my mom was like, I think, I totally think you should do it. Wait, are you seriously not gonna do this race? I was like, wait, what? She's like, well, you just said you wanted to do it. You've never done it. You, um, you know, why don't you go at least like see the course and da 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 and Brendan, you don't have to go race and, and try to win. And I was like, well, mom, I couldn't even win this. Like, I'm looking at who's going to be there. The chances of me winning this race are super small anyways, even if I was at my best. Um, everybody that I've heard it, who is coming, teaser, is not uh, actually regged yet. But there's always a chance of winning. So it was kind of funny. It took my mom to really like get me back in like the hype mood to go race, even though I'm like super worried. <laughs> it's just gonna be like, ah, we're gonna go and show up, see what happens. And you know, who knows? I always say when there's less pressure, you do your best. So um, I don't know. I just hope they don't, uh, hopefully it doesn't all stay together to the climb or else that's gonna really stink. But we'll see. There's 22 strong riders. Uh, Cat one signed up, hopefully a few more get on the reg and you know with that keep those pillars of your life all flowing together i think the busier we are the better we are and the more focused you are because you have no time to waste and just because your hours reduced doesn't mean you're going to get worse um so my voice is super dry from utah apparently it's getting all cracky (laughs) hope you all have a fantastic memorial day tomorrow Stay tuned with Carl Patrick Lauk coming in, who just won the overall at the Tour of Estonia. His podcast is really good. I just edited the first part, and I'm going to listen to it again. There are just some really good, I don't want to say mindset. That's the refrigerator, not my, we're not tooting. (laughs) That's okay. Uh, (laughs) Chris is giving us some little background noise here. It's He gives a lot of good pointers in terms of training. And I actually sent him questions that he clearly thought about. So I highly recommend you check that one out. Um, lastly, I had an athlete that was like, hey, I think I've been hearing you talk about something called Lactigo. If I haven't talked about it enough, lactigo.com slash Brennan will get you a discount. It's 100% guaranteed. Hard efforts and recovery. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. Or Google lack to go evoke and i talk about it in a blog post hope you guys have oh the last thing hello blue cbd their chamois cream is what i use for all rides it's incredible till monday 50 percent off everything with an uh, code brendan 15 50 off everything and they're gonna send you a ton of freebies so then now's the time to try it see you guys